Haley, welcome back to today's podcast episode. I hope you've been taking the time to truly restore because we are now entering the fall season and now you can actually feel the crispness in the air, right? Um, you can feel the coolness in the air and I hope a lot of you are beginning to prepare for the shedding of the leaves in your life. I have been truly in devotion I truly recommend that every woman learn to master devotion. And today I want to have a conversation with you that I truly believe it's time for. There's been a lot of growth. And if you've listened to the podcast over the years, the way that we were two and a half years ago to now had to grow. And when you are being called to whatever journey God has for you, that's the journey that you should aim for. That's the journey that you now know is your purpose. We have a lot to unpack. So I want you to get into a place where it's quiet or where you're not having a lot of distractions. Um, After this episode, if you're compelled to definitely share it with a friend that you know. But this is a conversation that you will have to feel it internally. If you are not compelled by this conversation, then it is not for you. It's a very specific message. And I want to speak directly to the women, especially the women of the beauty industry, specifically estheticians. Now, you might be wondering why am I giving this disclaimer? And the reason is because even though the podcast speaks to elite estheticians, This is something where we are not understanding just how powerful we are when it comes to the growth of our community. The world that we're crossing into, and I recommend that you go back into the podcast episodes and listen to uh, particularly the ones where we talked about the changing of ages. You have to understand that now this is the age where Beauty has shifted, okay? You can be the most beautiful person in the world. You can put makeup on. You can, you know, spend on the finest items to look the part. But if your voice and your mind and your impact are not in alignment with expansion and growth, it's, it doesn't mean a thing. Now, I can't speak for men. I'm not a man, okay? But I can speak to the calling of women to step into their power. And as someone who had a very rocky childhood with many instances that destroyed my confidence caused me to be severely insecure even into adulthood carrying those traumas, Now, I can look back and see that the goal was never to toughen up to become masculine. The goal was to effectively learn how to balance the energy to be able to maneuver the energies. As a mother, my goal is to ensure that I leave an example for my children. 
For my son, how can I leave the example of nurturing and care in a way that he becomes the strong leader that he needs to be? And also in a way that he develops a level of confidence in himself that I don't break it and that instead we push it to the next level so that he can be one of the next leaders of this world. For my daughter, how can I instill strength and resilience in her that does not break her spirit to make her think that she's the help? To encourage her to choose every day to show up as her best self, to treat herself to the finest things every day, but to also never settle for less while also never allowing herself to do the bare minimum. For both of them to be a person that expects a high quality, the best excellence in everything that they do and receive, but to also understand that it doesn't come from giving the bare minimum. And when you begin to change your life from being in a a stance of anger or insecurity, because those are two of the extreme ends, when you begin to get into that neutral position and realize just how powerful you are, you begin to accept the calling on your life. For many of you, your calling is beating you down right now and you don't know how to get out of it. But that calling is currently taking you through a test. It's taking you through a battle. And unfortunately, we allow things around us to bring us down. If you've ever received an email from me that talks about the speech that broke the crowd, this speech is by Ola Kunle Sarayan. And he is in Nigeria, but he does frequent to the USA. In this speech, he talks about what will happen in the next 30 years. And this speech was less than five years ago, and we already see that these changes are happening. And the crazy thing is that I wonder if we wouldn't have access to social media or to the internet, how would this information spread? But then I also wonder, how do we use our internet? We use it to become popular. We use it for fame. We use it for virality. We use it to get people to see us. And on both ends, those are extreme ends of validation. So in my devotion, it brought me back to his message where he talked about young girls. Who are your models? And I believe that many of us as women don't have those models or the models that we did have. We realize that that's not the way we're supposed to be or intended to be. Did our life have to be hard? Yes and no, because many times it was self-inflicted. But what I've realized about the beauty industry is that majority of the women in the beauty industry, 
And if I even niche it down more into the aesthetic industry, the majority of women came into the aesthetic industry because either they had issues and they were inspired to learn how to help others, or they were inspired by the the level of validation that a person received and they figure I can go into that too to be as successful. When you don't know what your models are, you will give up your goals. When your model is money, when the money doesn't look right, you will begin to shift and pivot. If you're trying to be liked by certain people, when those people see you and then don't see you, then you will begin to shift your goals. If you are motivated by following what someone else does, when that person pivots, you'll pivot right along with them. And you will give up your goal and get away from the thing that you are being called to do. It's extremely hard to have a conversation in the beauty industry about building a business when I understand now that the average beauty professional with an LLC puts more life into their business and their LLC than they do themselves. You put more life into the document versus yourself. So how can you lead the next generation of women at different ages or the next generation of men at different stages and explain to them how recovery can look immaculate when you yourself do not pour into yourself? So then you have to ask yourself, what is your model? And if money is your model, nine times out of 10, that was the first thing you thought about. Nine times out of 10, you thought, well, I don't even have any money to give to myself. So how am I going to how, how am I going to proceed? Or you think, well, I don't have time. So how am I going to give it to myself? And that very thing is the thing that you've been giving to everybody else because you deem it as your model. You deem it as your God. Understanding. And being curious of how other people think and why they think the way they do and choosing to take it for what it is, understanding that some people don't think, majority of people don't think. They see something, they react, and they hold on to that reaction for however long they hold on to that reaction. But I understand that the rarity and the luxury is being able to establish your own thoughts and being able to understand that if you don't vocalize them, that there are people who will fall behind because you are not being obedient. I do want to go a little bit into the 2023 vision. Um, That was just a little piece of it. If you haven't listened to that podcast episode, please make sure you listen to that. But I talked about the esthetician becoming the business. And I talked about no matter if you work as an employee or work for yourself, you are the entity and you have to embody the entity. And everywhere you go, you are the business card because people now want to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. It is the same concept as many, 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 many decades ago or centuries ago when there were 
the market people and you would go to the specific person to handle the things that you needed. Even when it came to dowries, when you were giving your daughter to be married, the families had to equally have something that would benefit the other party. And this will continue to play into 2023 as we now see that if you don't have anything to bring, then how can you sit at the table and effectively negotiate? You have to ask yourself, would you sit at a table with someone that does not have any light or does not have any fruit for themselves and allow yourself to give 50, 60, 70, 80% of your fruit with nothing in return? And if you understand that and you say, well, no, I wouldn't because that person has not generated their own fruit, then now you look at your clientele the same way. If I wanted you to remain blind, I would never give you the resources to help you see. This is a time where we have to begin to connect to the people that align with where you want to be in your life. As a woman, as a partner, as a, a mother, and if you don't have physical children, you are still over your clientele, which are your children, basically. You are the mother of your business. You are planting a seed of a business that is going to feed other people and help them feel beautiful and help them feel confident. And at this point, if I've lost you, I do encourage you to go ahead and log out of this episode because this conversation is specific to those who truly want to help the next generation of women to be able to have the strength to raise the next generation of women. Most of the times I'm asked about one-on-one assistance. I'm asked about, you know, if I can sit down and look at a person's business. And if you cannot articulate who you are assisting or who you are helping, you are not ready for a one-on-one conversation. You have more items in your business that need to be definitive. And that starts with you. I had to become a definitive person. I had to become the person that says, I work with this person and I help this person to succeed in their life, to have healthy skin, to gain confidence, because I'm not just doing facials. I am sitting at the crown of my client's head and I am shifting their frequency to a higher frequency. To the point where if you decide to rebook with me, you understand that there is an authority in this building that directs both of us where there is mutual respect, there is mutual reciprocity, and there is a high frequency of energy here. For some of you, that may be too deep. And if it is, I want you to look at it this way. You are receiving the problems in your business because you have not yet taken the authority of finding a solution for those problems. If you have clients that are canceling on you, you have not found the solution. Now you might be thinking, well, no, the economy is changing and money is this and money is that. And, you know, people are canceling on me and people are this. If people are consistently canceling on you less than 24 hours before the appointment date 
and you have defined that that is a part of your policy, those people do not have a mutual respect for you. So your solution is to figure out where in your marketing, where in your website, where in your process, where in your imagery that they received that you are a person to be played with. And this is not to take personal. This is what about you does not bring forth the 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 image of there's a standard here. And I had to check myself with this as well. What about me made people think that I'm going to carry your business for one, two, three, five years? It was me. I didn't establish true boundaries. I didn't believe fully in being able to say no. And that trauma from childhood showed up in my business and I needed to confront it. Most people do not confront it. Most people instead just continue to go and continue to go until their business continues to make them poor. And every client that they take becomes another drop into the negative bucket because they did not stop and do what needed to be done to solidify what needs to be done. I looked at a picture the other day and it was a photo of uh, a family picture that I took and the photo was taken at the beach. And I remember the day like it was yesterday. As soon as I looked at the picture, my son was about six to eight weeks old and I was still having on baby weight. I did not feel confident, even though I was, you know, really going through depression, but I realized that I didn't do the work to put a community around me. I was pushing everyone away because that was the trauma. That was the way I learned to deal with trauma was to be by myself because I didn't want to push my trauma onto other people. I didn't want to be a burden to other people. And so instead of me doing what needed to be done to put help around me, I isolated myself. And so when I look at this particular family photo, I see that it's like I see the way I look in the photo, but then I flip back to that day in my mind. And if I could give her a message today, it would be, you are depressed. You need help. Stop isolating yourself. But it will also be in a place of how can I help you, right? And it made me think that at that time, that was the best I could do. My hair was a mess. My makeup was a mess. I did it myself because I was like, oh, I'm just not going to just go anywhere. I got the baby. I can't do this. I can't do that. And I constantly look at that picture and I put it away. And I never stopped to ask myself, five years from now, who will I be? Instead, I allowed that moment to be the continuing moment that led me to an 18-month depression. And I truly believe that we as women, when we are depressed, we do the best we can to cover it. 
We do the best we can to make it look like everything's okay. We feel uncomfortable, but we continue to move and just try to just, well, let me just throw something together because our closets are not planned for. We don't have clothing that we feel confident about. So we grab the main five to 10 pieces of clothes and keep remixing it. And then you just throw throw your hair together and you'd be like, okay, well, let me just help everybody else and then, then I'll go get dressed. And you don't take care of yourself and you feel guilty for taking care of yourself because you've never had to do it before. And I want you to understand that there's two extremes of that. On one hand, you are depriving yourself. You are in survival mode. On the other hand, it is extremely amazing that you have taken the responsibility to take care of people and help them to be their best self. It's like a beautiful storm for a beauty professional because you know how to put people and serving people before yourself but you haven't yet mastered how to balance and give yourself a full cup so that everything that overflows goes to them and no one can tell you how long it's going to take this is not the top three ways to fill your cup this is not the top 10 ways that you can now overflow in your life. You know that you're not happy. Why are you not changing it? And then as you continue to go and you continue to move deeper and deeper into your depression, those same popular beauty professional, fame, driving fancy cars, all this other stuff, the people that promote this lifestyle are not explaining to you how to really face that dark time. There's no marketing strategy for that. There's no marketing budget for that. There's no beautiful way to put that together. All they can show you is the aftermath. All they can do is show you, oh, yeah, that was then. But this is now and I'm amazing and I got this and I got that. But what about the time where you are fully in the trenches and you fully don't see a light out? No one wants to talk about that. If you wake up and it's hard for you to get up, but it's hard for you to sleep. And as soon as you wake up, you get everybody out the house, but then you go in the bathroom and you start crying and you don't even know how to put yourself together. And it's taking you a long time to put yourself together. If it's taking you long than, longer than 15 minutes to put your face together, and I'm not talking about makeup, I'm talking about if it, if you can't go 15 minutes in the mirror putting yourself together for the day and you are not tear free, 
there's a problem. If you look in the mirror, you instantly get frustrated and angry at not having clothes, at how you look, at, oh my gosh, I've gained weight. If you look in the mirror, you can't go 15 minutes without being pissed off about it. There's a problem. No car, no fancy hairstyle, no man, no money, no trips. None of that can fix it. You have to go within. You can't run somebody their money to fix that. You have to go within. The bigger question is, where is your level of expectation? What are you expecting in your life? I've learned that when I was expecting the least in my life, from myself that's when I accepted the least from everybody else I can't expect other people to do what they need to do but I can expect myself I can hold myself to higher expectations and higher standards when I hold myself to higher standards I put myself in different environments case in point I had a friend that was like, wow, you know what? We haven't been to um, this bar that we used to go to all the time. And I was like, yeah, we used to go there all the time. And she was like, yeah, we haven't been there in a while. And that was the end of the conversation. And once I started thinking about that, I'm like, that's a reflection of both of us improving our expectations of ourselves. And now everything around us changes. We both don't even have to say it. We don't want to be in that environment because that environment breeds men grabbing on you, women acting a fool, music loud, drinking, somebody not paying attention where they're going, you waiting in a long line, all this other stuff. So when you begin to expect more from yourself, then everything else around you begins to grow. But if you don't have high expectations of yourself, you don't expect yourself to make a profitable living. You don't expect yourself to be happy. You don't expect yourself to get at least a vacation a year, a vacation, a quarter. You don't expect yourself to be able to have a partner that can love you in your love language. See, some of you have to tap into that matriarchal and feminine power because once you do, your entire family is going to change. Once you step into that power, your partner is going to treat you better because they're going to realize you coming in this house every day and not a flower done crossed this threshold in the last three months is a no. And it may take you being like, let me go buy myself a bouquet of flowers and set it up. And then they say, where you get those from? Oh, I bought them for myself because I deserve flowers. Watch yourself start getting flowers. And if you don't, then you've gotten the sign you need. 
But this is where we have to take the lead. We have to stop sitting here and succumbing to the low expectations that we set for ourselves. You have the power to change that. And you have the power to tell people that doesn't fly here. You give more power to your business than you give to yourself. Instead of saying, why are my books not full? Or why are people canceling on me? Or why are people not rebooking? You're not checking yourself and saying, why am I not in the imagery and likeness that a person wants to return to? It hits different. What about me? What about my business? What about the way I come off online makes a person not want to come in? See, for myself, I realized when I was people pleasing and when I was trying to help everybody do everything and putting myself last, everybody wanted to come in. But when I started saying, hey, this is the standard over here. I've worked too hard to get myself out of depression We're not even talking about money. I'm not having no money conversations. I'm talking about it took me too long to believe in myself. It took me too long to be able to go live without shaking. It took me too long to be able to stand firm and say, no, I am a powerful leader in our industry. It took me too long. And because of that, I can't afford to let anybody come in and deter where I know God wants me to be. And when you begin to protect yourself, you begin to also develop that same fullness to overflow and help protect other people. But you can't protect somebody else and you don't even look like you believe in yourself. Every time you walk around, you're defeated. Every time someone tells you something, you get defensive. Every time someone says you are so beautiful, like you know, let's change up a little bit, right? Let's change up maybe your image a little bit. Try something new. Instead of you saying, you know what? I should try something new. Let me change up on them. Let me do a new look. Let me do a new makeup look. Let me throw on some lashes or something. Instead, you say, oh, who you think you are telling me this? And that's where we have to begin to say, Wow, this is not like any other job. This is not like other things that you see online. This is the beauty industry. So how can you put beauty into yourself, put confidence into yourself, put belief into yourself, turn yourself into the most beautiful person that you can be at this time and continuing to grow so that you now inspire other people to realize that what they see there's so much more that they can have amazing character they can be of integrity they can change their life they can go from being down and depressed and not believing in themselves and suicidal and anxious to now being powerful and finally living a life that they've dreamed of Showing them that dreams come to you because that's your roadmap to get you where you need to be. Some of you are having dreams of luxury and having dreams of of just being powerful women. But the reason you're not there is because it didn't happen right then and there. You have to get up. That's your North Star. You won't even walk for two to three years 
to take your life out of a situation and trauma that you've been in since you were a teenager, since you were a child. So you'd rather continue going another 20, another 30, another 40. If it takes two to three years to break the chains off of that poverty mindset, so be it. So be it. You cannot put yourself down in this situation. And for some of you, you can't even receive positivity. That's how much that spirit has done to you. You can't receive positivity. Someone gives you celebration. Someone says, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. You instantly reject it. You don't feel any happiness because you're addicted to somebody criticizing you. You skip 10 people telling you congratulations to zone in on the one person saying, oh, you could have painted this a different color. And because that happens to you, now it becomes your responsibility to make it in turn become something transformational for you. Because I've had such a dark teen and early 20s life, instead of me looking at what happened to me, I allow it to help me transform. And I realize that it was for me. It was for the good of today. All the violence of my past, I realized that even though that happened to me, I don't have to allow it to become my identity. It is why I'm so nice and forgiving today. And that's not meaning that you have to become this doormat. And I'm telling you, I used to think that. I went from, okay, I can't be hard. I can't be cold. Like, I can't be this evil person. Let me start being nice. To the point where it was like, when people would do something to me, I'm like, okay, well, I know it has to be, you know, something going on. Or maybe it's this, or maybe it's that, or maybe it's this. To the point where my therapist had to say, you're going on two different extremes and life is gray. So you're going to have to begin to use that time instead of trying to make make the other person look like they're just valid for what they did to you, good or bad. You need to go within and say, no, what about me first? Now, I see your point, but what about me? Because when you start doing that, nine times out of 10, you realize that the people around you don't think about you. So you have to. And you can be a nice person and let them know these are my boundaries. You can be a nice person and let them know, I want to see you succeed. Why haven't you completed your home care? There's a way to do that. 
You don't have to be cold and hard. And if you look at a lot of the older women in our industry, if you really look at them and you look at how they move and how they speak and how they carry themselves, you can see if they've done the work on themselves or not. You really have to pay attention to it. Because we as women, we are just like, we're nurturers. The times where I wasn't taking care of myself, I would kill plants. Like they would drop dead in two days. But when I started learning how to nurture myself, I started taking care of the plants and I started making sure that I'm like, okay, this needs energy. This needs time. So what are you going to do? How can you increase your level of expectation? How can you stop assuming that this world is on a discount or thinking that things are too much? That's something we're going to have to break up. And I'll do that in another podcast episode. How can you stop thinking the world is too much? Once you start demanding more from yourself and you start giving yourself the best, you'll start realizing, wow, wow. First of all, it took me this long to give myself the best. Second of all, I was able to achieve this for myself. Third of all, now I'm learning how to be more um, selective when it comes to the quality that works for me instead of just chasing whatever. And fourth, now I realize, wow, that's a mindset. We want clients to pay us, but we don't have an abundance mindset. And then we wonder why clients look at us like, nah, I'm good. We want to attract clients that have figured out a way to create an abundant life. But we want to take these clients with our lag mindset. And we expect them to spend an hour with us as they're talking to us. And we have not, we're not on the same frequency. So these are all things you have to think about. This is the season where... I can't give it to you in in a beautiful way. I have to give it to you in a way where it's like, listen, we all have work to do. I am not done growing. We all have work to do. But you have to take the time to say, where in my life are my expectations this low? And nine times out of 10, it's you. Not expecting the best for yourself. You can have the best. I want you to start shopping on the left side of the menu where you you pick what you want. I don't want you to be like, oh, I can't have a lamb chop because it's $46. No. What do you want? Start treating your dream, your vision, and your request to God, universe. Start treating your requests like that. Instead of saying, well, you know what? I want to have a successful business, but you know, I'm not secure, so maybe I don't deserve it yet. No. What do you want? The waiter didn't ask you about no money or none of that. They said, hey, what would you like today? Order your dream. Order your vision. Order the things you want to see in your life. Even if it's waking up, getting your kids together, walking them to the bus stop, once they get on the bus, you're walking the dog, you're coming home, drinking a cup of coffee, and you're chilling. What is it? What is it? 
is calling you and now you have the key to unlock that door. But no hacks, no tips, none of that is going to get you there until you decide that it's finally time for you to begin to expect more from your life. I know you can do it. And I know this was a lot, but I just want to see you win in this season. And I know that once you finally get into a place where you start to be the protection that you wish you had whenever those situations happen to you, when you begin to speak up for yourself, when you begin to tell yourself you're beautiful, when you begin to put yourself together every day, when you begin to push through, when you begin to allow yourself to rest during times where you are frustrated, when you allow yourself to be okay in resting, when you realize that you might be working too hard for something that's not designed for you. When you begin to allow that into your thought process, instead of constantly going day in and day out, living something that's not aligned for you, I know that you're going to take your life to the next level. You got this. <laughs>